Welcome to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast with your host, Trent M. Clark, three-time World Series coach, CEO of Leadershipity, serial entrepreneur, having started 12 companies, coach to the 1%, and an international speaker. This show is going to be your go-to podcast for facing adversity, being inspired, and overcoming obstacles, all from the best in the world, business, sports, and leadership. Hate the crappy ingredients in many beverages and energy drinks? Rebellious Infusions are the go-to functional beverage. They have five or fewer plant-based organic ingredients. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system, and L-thionine for brain health. Rebellious Infusions are available at drinkrebellious.com. Rethink your drink. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. My superpower is I'm always thinking about the other person. And I'm, I love to ask and listen. I can tell you there's so many meetings I've had with people where they go, Larry, oh my God, this is this meeting's been all about me. And I think when you lead with yourself, you leave with yourself. And I'm never leading with myself. I love that. That's a good saying. When you lead with yourself, you leave <laughs> with yourself. That's right. Yeah, I love that. That's a great one. Thank you. I'm going to I'm going to use that by the way this week on the show. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to use that one. A Larry Kaufman original, right? It is. It's mine. That's an LK. I love it. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about you've overcome a lot of challenges. I mean, business, corporation, M&A, I mean, acquisitions and the change and hey, adapt again, Larry. Hey, here we go again. And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And and a child, right? A child that you got a three months, I mean, 90 days in, in a NICU is an eternity. And I, and I don't know, I'm not speaking from experience. I, I've just been there, seen it close up and, and it's not been personal. And when days become weeks, it's crazy. And talk to me about what do you think the biggest challenge you've ever overcome? Well, I, I think the biggest challenge I've, I've ever overcome is surviving that business partnership where it seemed like life was over. Financially, horrible times, right? Mm. Emotionally, draining on my relationship. I thought my marriage was going to be over. Still having a, a child who was not through that whole phase of being that premature baby. She came home at five pounds. Yeah. Very, very challenging times financially, emotionally, and still having to find a job. I think it was that where I'm, I'm at ground zero, it's over. And I had to make sure that I can overcome this, that it's it's up to me. And no, I mean, my wife and other people, I was talking to other people, but it was me pushing myself, right? If you go to work out, like I work out five days a week. I'm getting up at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. It's me pushing myself, right? No one's telling me you you need to work out. It's I push myself. I work hard to do my job every day and, and help other people and lead my team. But it was going through that time in my life. I, I just had to say that was the, the toughest time ever in my lifetime. And it was either I was going to give up and throw in the towel where many have been through a challenging experience like that in business with a partner or just in business that you want to, you just want to say it's over. You could do that or you dust yourself off and go, what? I'm meant for bigger and better. Thank God I did. And I thank my wife. I thank this CEO that helped me immensely mm -hmm. and others along the way. But yeah, that was the time, Trent. 
Yeah. So, I mean, let's, let's take that into someone's situation right now, because this is one of those challenging things when you're a leader of an organization. There's so many moving parts and it's hard to go home and even talk about the 50,000 decisions that were made today at, at that office, right? I mean, it's crazy. And it's hard to get empathy from a significant other who's at home dealing with their own challenges, right? The financials, the roof over our head, keeping it clean, motherhood, fatherhood, you know, whatever the case it is, we all got our stuff, right? If, you, if someone who's going through that and the relationship is now up against it, what, what do you tell them? What do you tell them in that situation? What would be your piece of advice? I mean, first of all, don't go it alone. You, you confided in that. And, for, and thankfully, and I think all of us who've been in owned companies, right, have had the ultimatum question like, hey, do you love the business so much or do you want to still be married? <laughs> right? Wait, hold right. on. Right? So what would you tell someone in, in right in the middle of the heat? Well, I think you have to dig deep and figure out where do you want to be? So I had to envision where I wanted to be, right? So I tell my kids, I, I tell all the, I coach and mentor a lot of people. If you envision you're not going to get that sale, if you envision you're not going to get the 10 million in funding, you're not, right? So I envisioned I was going to get that leadership job. I wanted to move on from this. I was going to get myself out of it. I didn't envision failure. I think too many people just say, hey, I failed here. It's not going to work. I'm done. I didn't do that. So I had help and, and talked to people, but I also envisioned being successful. I envisioned getting that next job. And I did. I got I got a $25,000 sign-on bonus. I, yeah. I got a beautiful job with guaranteed bonuses. And, and so I got out of that, but I envisioned it. And you hear like Jim Carrey talk about his career and he wrote himself a check. Well, this was just me for at that time in my life where I was down. That's what I envisioned. And it came true. But when I always have difficult times in business or in my life, I try to stay positive and think about the positive outcome. I think that's great. I mean, I, and I love Henry Ford's quote, right? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So I love that because that just starts right where your vision is. What are you thinking about? Like, well, I think I can't do it. I don't think I can get the job. Well, <laughs> guess what? Like, I don't like your chances. Like, and I think that that, that positive vision is so important. I, I want to touch on something else that you said that's very important about your day. People are always talking about, hey, how do I do my day right? How do I get going? You and I are fitness guys. We believe in taking care of ourselves. We're responsible for a lot of people and being mentally, physically, and morally focused and conditioned is very important to both you and I. Agreed, Larry? Yeah. And, and you're a guy who's been a strength and conditioning coach to Major League Baseball. So yeah. you're even a step of, uh, above me a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> so when you think about, I mean, people go, holy crap, you get up at 3.30 in the morning and go work out. Like, that's crazy. Now, tell people how you do that. Do you stay up till midnight? I, I will tell you, I'm a five-hour, four to five-hour night guy, which is terrible. I know any doctor listening is going, okay, this guy better make sure he has good life insurance. However, <laughs> but so, some people are just built that way. I just, I get enough sleep. I'm comfortable with it. But I have to tell you, getting up and working out in the quiet, Everyone's sleeping. No one's bothering me. That is my solitude. I feel good mentally. It sets my day in the right direction. So good. So important. All right. Next question. You've had a lot of advisors around you that have helped you along the way. What's the best piece of advice you got 
along the way from, you've had a ton of corporate training. I mean, you've done a ton, let alone that you do a ton, but you on your way up, what was some of the best coaching and advising that, that you were given? You know, someone told me, and I think my wife reinforces it, but I also have heard this from several mentors that you're confronted with a situation, a problem, an issue, and you're quick to respond. Like you just you automatically want to respond and react. Take a moment, let it settle in, think about it, and then respond and react because we can quickly respond the wrong way. And look, I'm still guilty of this today. I have to like, I have to go back in my mind and go, wait, wait, hold up. I want to send that email, wait. Or, and I, I take a moment. And, and then I would say with email, we're very quick to respond via email. What? There's this thing called the phone and email is not always your friend. And picking up the phone, saying, Trent, got your message. Let's talk it out because I think you can misconstrue an email. For sure. Let's just talk to each other. Man, what a difference to have that true dialogue. Mm. It's amazing. Well, I like to say that I read this a long time ago where leaders are not measured by their answers. They're measured by the questions they ask. And man, I think a lot of people were like, oh, I'm a leader now. Larry's made me a leader. He trusts me. He, he's going to want me to come up with all the answers. Well, what? Maybe at some point. But what if we really want all the answers, we want the right answers. We don't want any answers. And if we want the right answers, we have to ask the right questions. And people that speak too quickly, I feel like they don't ask the right questions, right? Because they don't take that time to get the data. We don't give good feedback. We don't make good decisions on 30 or 40% of the data, right? So by asking those right questions, we move way further down the road and can make a lot better. Do you agree with that? I totally agree. You're right. That's why I talk with people. It's you want to ask great questions and listen, and that's powerful. Yeah, that is something I think you have developed an art of of asking that question and really listening. And when I think about Jack Daly and some of the best salespeople I know in the world, man, they're so good at that. They're so good at listening. And I don't know if Carrie Chesick from restaurant.com there in Chicago. Carrie was a client of mine in public accounting days. Yeah. So so <laughs> Carrie's a good friend and mentor of mine. And Carrie is so Carrie doesn't fall in love with products. He doesn't fall in love with services. He falls in love with listening to clients about what they want. And then he gives it to them. Isn't that weird? Like, yeah, like, right. you know, like, hey, it's amazing how many clients he has, right? He just keeps getting more and more because he's asked them what he wants. He's asked the right questions. And so he has those answers. And so, and, and even if he gets those questions and finds out, he may not have the service yet. He may say, oh, I got to develop this service because this is what they want. And, and we're not doing it the right way right now. We, we got to adapt our, our program and our service. And so he is not shy to do that. And it's really admirable because he's a listener, right? Very good listener. Yeah. So let's talk about when you're in the trenches, Larry, is there a go-to for you? Do you have something? I mean, you've given me some great stuff here, but is there a go-to quote that, man, just like sets you back and says like, hey, this levels the foundation. This is what's important. Like I got to get back to where it is, no matter what the scoreboard says, no matter how I'm feeling emotionally, I got to think about this and it can level me immediately. Well, I can go back to the lead with yourself or you leave with yourself. Yeah. Something I use when I was in sales and I've shared this with my sales folks, something every day to close business. 
And I always liked that one. That was someone that gave that to me in the 90s. And it made me think that if you don't have a day where you're really happy, right, where you didn't achieve what you wanted to achieve, it's more about what I got out of that message. If you didn't get what you wanted out of your day, go do something to make it a day where you're you're pleased with the outcome. Don't just settle for the way it ended. And so I may have left a few voicemails, sent some messages. I did something extra above and beyond. It may have been after hours, may have been on a Sunday as well. I did a little bit more because I wasn't happy with the way things ended that particular day. Yeah, that's really good, right? So quick examples, a quick email, a follow-up to a client that you may have lost track of. Give us some other examples real quick. Well, it, it just may be, it's... It's really just reaching out and making a phone call to someone and leaving a, a message that is about, it's, you could be about your product or service, but something a little more about that person doing your research and taking the extra steps to leave something where it's compelling that it's going to result in a response, a next step. And so I, I think we're, I just never wanted to be salesy, right? Yeah. I wanted to be more relationship driven even before I wrote the book. Mm, good. I was thinking about our quote as we talked about as you go through these these days of leading up to you and I getting a chance to talk. I knew it was on our schedule here for a couple of weeks. And really, the legacy word of NCG really stuck out for me, right? And I, I actually read something about Trent Dilfer, who's, by the way, probably the most unlikely Super Bowl quarterback of all time, right? Because this guy is not like, statistically speaking, the best quarterback that's ever played the game. But he said the ultimate gift the great quarterbacks have, and I'm just going to put leaders have, is more than their talent, is their ability to make everybody better. That's the job of the great quarterback or the great leader is you make the building better. You make the linemen better. You make the receivers better. You make marketing better. You make fulfillment better. You make the coaches better. Your executives around you, you make your administrators are better. I mean, you make equipment people better. I mean, all these things, the whole organization is better because of your greatness and how you approach your job, the mindset of everybody involved. And I thought, man, when I thought about that and I thought about that complete networking, connecting and giving of a leader and an NCG and how you're going to leave that legacy, I thought that was a good quote from Trent Dover. I like that a lot. Tell me to end, let's talk about people out there need to win. They need to win today. What, what do you think in your experience, you've written a great book on it, but everybody should pick that up. Hey, you want to learn how to win? Pick up the NCG factor, right? What would be your single input of advice for people? Maybe, maybe we haven't covered it. Maybe we have, but like the single point of like, hey, I got to get on the winning way. What would be your best point to start? I, I have to go back to what I said before, Trent, because I, I just think everyone wants to go to the negative, I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of people like to go to the negative and I like to go to the positive, right? So it's it's just picture, imagine yourself winning, right? You know, you've dealt with Major League Baseball. So you're, you have to imagine you're going you're gonna to be a top rated pitcher, right? You're going to be the best batter in the world. And if you think, hey, I'm going to be mediocre or average, I'm doing my best. I, I think I'll do okay. Not good enough. I want to win. Doesn't mean you're always going to get there, but I, I want you to start out thinking that way. And so I, my children, the people around me, my team, we have to think like we're going to win. We have to think and act like winners. 
And so if we just missed the mark a little bit, at least we tried to achieve the highest level of where we wanted to be for our business and for our life. Yeah, I love that. I And I, you're so right that vision work is so important to athletes. It's unreal. And by the way, we've done this since we were eight years old, running around the backyard in the driveways going, last second shot, game seven of the NBA finals, Steph Curry, three, two, one. Oh, we win. <laughs> and we run around the yard and we make believe of this visionary moment of greatness. And we see ourselves in that winning light. And then it's like somebody pulls it out of you. And it's probably why I got dubbed the dream maker, right? As a coach, because going to three world series, my first trip was 25 years old and it was only years before that I was running around my yard, hitting wiffle balls over the fence going game seven of the world series. And you realize everyone on the field is actually living the dream because this is what we were all dreaming about as kids right. running around our backyards. And so when you're thought, when you're talking about what, what are you dreaming about? What, what Larry's telling me, you get that vision very clear in your mind on how you're going to win that dream. How are you going to win it over? It's so important. And then, of course, go to work on that networking, the connecting, the giving. I love that. The people around you, how important that is, both the good and the lessons of the people that aren't, right? There's a lot of value in those hard lessons. They're hard lessons, but they're some of the best things we ever got. And you talked about your gratefulness and thankfulness for it. The, the confide in a coach or a therapist, having someone that you can talk with, maybe a client, maybe a vendor, someone close to you, maybe a, maybe a fellow leader across, the, it maybe even be a competitive leader that, that you just know in that market, but don't go it alone. And then of course, I love the idea of stand out, right? You talked about standing out and going the extra mile and doing a little bit more each day to do something every day to close business. And then of course, here, I want to introduce you to two people you don't know. I thought that was really powerful. That was a great lesson along the way. And then other people first. If you lead with yourself, you will leave with yourself. That is Larry Kaufman right there. Larry, thank you so much for joining us. I am so thankful that you could be with us on the Winners Find a Way show. And you can always check us out 1230 Eastern, 930 AM Pacific every Friday live. And you can go and get the podcast on all the major podcasting networks. Larry, thank you so much for the time today. Appreciate it. And hopefully we'll see you again. And for everybody else, pick up the NCG factor. Larry, thanks again. Thank you, Trent, and your audience, too. Thank you. Great to see you. Hate the crappy ingredients in many beverages and energy drinks? Rebellious Infusions are the go-to functional beverage. They have five or fewer plant-based organic ingredients. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system, and L-thionine for brain health. Rebellious Infusions are available at drinkrebellious.com. Rethink your drink. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Thank you for listening to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast. Trent, together with the leaders who shared their learning and experiences through this show, are grateful for allowing them to help and support you on your journey to becoming your best. Write a review, rate us five stars, and share this episode to your network.